Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hello Rush Nation, it's Championship Week for many leagues around the fancy world and what could be nicer for Christmas than a championship? I'm Pitsy and here with me is Rob. How's it going buddy? Yeah, very nice. Uh, I'm also on the verge of maybe one or two championships, so we're going to see how that goes. But we've just finished our lovely little Christmas edition with the fellas from the other podcast and Merson Stocks. It's been a lovely time. We had good bants on there, didn't we? Made our own little Christmas film and TV series draft, so lots of fun on there. Did you enjoy it as well? Loved it, mate. Although it's still Christmas Day, right? Yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, guys, this is Fast Action Festive. And as always, we start with a quick-fire injury report. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is looking very doubtful for the last few weeks of the regular season now, so it is time to load up Le'Veon Bell uh, and hope that he gets a good load of carries. Yeah, uh, another player that went out injured uh, during the game was Cam Akers. He left the field during the Rams' loss to the Jets, so we can expect Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown to return for relevance. I would expect it to be Henderson who gets the nod ahead of Brown just because of what he'd done in Acres' absence. Very tricky to decide uh, there between these two, so might be worth avoiding either of them. James Conner could return for the Steelers in crucial Week 16 matchup, but Mike Tomlin has also said that Benny Snell may have earned himself a larger role with his uh, good performances over the last couple of weeks, uh, even if Connor, Connor 
returns to the side. Mm. Uh, quarterback Matt Stafford for the Lions had his reps capped in practice on Tuesday. So this might indicate that Detroit want to keep him relatively safe for the Week 16 match. If he can't go, we can expect Chase Daniel to come in. And if he does, you have to adjust your rankings accordingly. Uh, Juju Schuster has attempted to prevent further injury to himself as he has announced to the reporters that he will stop dancing on opposing teams' logos. The absolute fool. Finally, Alex Smith looks to be returning to action this week, which is good because Dwayne Haskins has been an absolute plonker and broke some COVID protocols in a gentleman's club. So we might not be seeing him for a while. Yeah, silly, silly mistake as well. I mean, he was he was on the verge of being dropped for poor performance anyway. And to get his lucky second chance to come back and then throw it all the way, it just seems a little bit silly. Right, Rush Nation, it is Christmas on Friday. We have turned this into a fast action festive, as I've said. Uh, we are going to do something a little bit different this week. Uh, we're going to go look at gifts that people might want for Christmas. So fantasy owners will be hanging their hopes on Derek Henry this week. The running back has demolished teams in the playoff schedule. So I imagine those who have him want him to continue uh, so they can finish off their season nicely. Unfortunately for those who face him, he does come up against a Green Bay team who have conceded over 1,200 yards through the middle of the offensive line, and that ranks in the bottom 10 of all NFL teams. And now that the Titans seem to have Ryan Tannehill coming into his own at the right time in terms of passing and rushing, the Packers' defence are going to have a lot to do. On the other side of this ball, though, uh, owners to who took Defante Adams will be hoping that his blip against the Panthers in Week 15 was nothing more than that. The Packers' wide man only managed 11.2 PPR points last week and could have been the difference between clinching a final spot or a loss in the semis. However, the Titans game uh, gave up a lot of yards and a touchdown to Marvin Jones last week, as you will no doubt tell us in a bit, Mm -hmm. as well as a touchdown to Keelan Cole uh, when Tennessee faced the Jaguars. So there could be hope for Adams to have a winning this week for your owners. Another group that will be wishing their main man can provide them fantasy championships uh, for Christmas will be Alvin Kamara uh, and his owners. Drew Bees is back, so in some fashion. Uh, so this could give Kamara some more pass-catching upside and has propelled him to the big points this season when Breeze has been in. Yeah, now Michael Thomas has gone into IR as well now, so Kamara remains is only one of the only players left who has chemistry with Breeze. Unfortunately, the Breeze combination was there last week and it didn't prove as effective as previously. However, they also face a Vikings rush defence this week who have conceded the most runs for between four and seven yards. So plenty of opportunity to make some effective runs, tot up the yards and bring home a ship for Christmas. So there are a few people who we imagine a lot of hopes are hanging on. Nice. Uh, All right. As always, we have our weak points to go into. So we'll run through those now as well. Uh, so the top of the pile for quarterbacks this week are the Falcons followed closely by the Jags. Atlanta play the Chiefs and the Jaguars play Chicago. This could be a huge week for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. We've seen that what that can do or what he can do to uh, weak defences. So this could be a five-touchdown week for Kansas City, maybe. Make a statement going into the playoffs and show that they can easily beat anyone. Yeah, I've also said in previous podcasts that I actually like Mitch Trubisky, uh, certainly over Nick Foles. And it's no mistake why Chicago have found their winning ways once again with Mitch VP back in the side. This could be another huge week for him. And I especially like Dan Almuni in this game, who only saw five targets last week, 
but he got some of those in the end zone, including his touchdown. So that's two touchdowns in two weeks, and I like him for a third. Moving on to the running backs, and the Lions have the unenviable unenviable streak in this one, although the Texans' tough time against the Colts has kept them close to the top of the list too. Detroit faced Tampa Bay this week, who missed Rojo last week due to COVID. In his place, Fournette feasted as expected. Two touchdowns against a relatively decent Falcons rush defense. I think this time we could see a 100-yard game from Lenny. Yeah, the Texans have got Cincinnati, who are fresh off a Gio Bernard two-touchdown game. Can they turn around their late game into another victory for Zach Taylor's side? Uh, Sam JP and Trayvon Williams might not be appealing uh, alternatives if Bernard needs a breather. I want to keep Bernard in for this matchup, though. The Texans are topping a lot of charts for conceding runs and yards. Points to wide receivers now. The Seahawks are still up at the top, but that gap is now just over one point. Falcons have closed up very closely now, and the Titans are in third place. I would say that the Seahawks are a very tough game against the Rams, but after what happened against the Jets, now I'm not so sure. Plus, the Seahawks haven't let in a touchdown to a wide receiver since Dan Arnold on the 19th of November. So I'd much prefer to opt for a Falcons overtaking them next week as they have the, to deal with the Chiefs wide receivers. So great news for Tyreek Hill owners. Yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to trust the other wide receivers in the group, though. They've got big Travis Kelsey, who has definitely been leeching targets away from everyone else but Tyreek. And, you know, Kelsey's on for a record-breaking season. Michael Harmon is actually the third most targeted player in the Chiefs after Hill and Kelsey, but has got less than half the targets of Hill. So, you know, there's a pretty big drop-off after the top two. Points to tight ends. The Jets are still top of the pile here. Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett did very well against the New York defence and Higby ended up bagging a touchdown, finishing as tight end seven for the week. We did say last week we didn't know where those targets were going to go. It just turns out that Higby got the best of them. This time the Jets played the Browns with Baker Mayfield seemingly finding his feet in the pass again. Perhaps this is the week for a tight end to do well. But I think the problem here is that the Browns have spread out targets in the group between Njoku, Brian, and Austin Hooper. The Browns themselves are in third, though, on the list. So it might be worth having a look to see if Chris Herndon is available for a flex spot if you're suffering from injuries or lacking at the position, which a lot of people are because it's a wasteland. Uh, Chicago are in second and they face the Jaguars. So Tyler Eifert could be another sneaky flex play if you're short the position. The Falcons are also in fifth, and we know that Travis Kelsey is more or less match proof but it's good to know that his opponents are in the bottom five for conceding fantasy points to tie-ins all right then let's move on to the recap of the game before the name and then rob's friday fade from last week as well before finishing off with something slightly different so last week i had jeff wilson uh, this game went away from the run very fast with the cowboys getting out to uh, an early lead as mentioned last week when i chose wilson most of it was banged up and he ended up leaving the game early Wilson ended up with 16 attempts for 60 yards, but helped himself out with a touchdown, which gave him 12 half-point PPR fancy points. So it wasn't too bad, but yeah, that game kind of ran away from him, unfortunately. Uh, Mostert won't be back, so Wilson is good to go again next week, so look out for him. Yeah, I was a bit worried that Wilson himself seemed to get a bit of an injury. He got very, very angry on the sidelines and throwing a helmet about, but it looks like he recovered quite well and ended up playing the rest of the game is good news because they will need him this week uh my recap was marvin jones jr that's who i picked last week uh as we said at the start he did very well 
against the Titans. He caught 10 of 12 targets for 112 yards and a touchdown. Another double-digit day. He did very well against Titans coverage. And in some charts, he actually ended up as wide receiver three for the week. So actually did very well. Good return there. Yeah, that was good. All right. And who did you fade last week? How did that go on? So I went for Terry McLaurin and it was against the Seahawks. And we've talked about how well the Seahawks have done recently. They kept McLaurin bottled up as best they could, but he was just so fast that the, the, the cornerbacks couldn't deal with the pace and then what direction he was going. So they did very well to keep him to only 77 yards, which is better than his previous two weeks. And he did get seven catches, but it's not what we are used to seeing from Scary Terry. We are used to seeing a lot bigger numbers. We're used to seeing touchdowns. Uh, a lot of people have started him as well because of where the Seahawks ranked in terms of conceding fantasy points. If they had seen the trend of the Seahawks getting better, they might not have done. He ended up as wide receiver 27 on the week. So no touchdown. I think it's a reasonable fade. Yeah, I'll go with that. I think with the fact that he didn't get a touchdown as well, kind of damages his, uh, his fantasy stock as well. So, yeah. Right. Uh, we are going to finish with something completely different. And as it's Christmas, we're going on the naughty and nice list. Uh, we've each prepared three players. One of us will read out the name and their matchup. And we are then going to have a relatively quick decision from the other person about whether they think they're going to have a nice game or if it's going to be a naughty game where they're not going to get you any points. Yeah, so clearing up any confusion, a nice game is going to be marked as 18 PPR points or above, and a naughty game is below. That seems to be a good average for determining whether or not someone had a good game or not. All right, so my first player is Jarvis Landry versus the Jets. I like where the Browns' offense is going. It seems to have balanced out a lot more compared to earlier on in the season when they were just running in Hunt and Chubb repeatedly. I, I think this could be a nice game for Landry. Sweet. My first pick for you, Jonathan Taylor, ranking in the top five RBs, I believe, facing the Steelers. This is this is touching a bit too close with me being a Steelers fan. Uh, although, looking at the way that Gio Bernard destroyed our... Uh, well, he, anyway, he got two two touchdowns, which is never good, is it? So, um, I see. I think he's. I think he's going to score on us. Uh, he seems to have been uh, not helped by our offense. We can't get anything done on offense, so it's slowing our D down because we're getting tired a lot quicker mm-hmm. than we used to be. So, I reckon Jonathan Taylor he's going to have a nice game again. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> All right. This seems to have cropped up a lot this week on uh, the Rush Nation uh, different pods as as we go and the chats that we've had. So we've got Jalen Hurts versus the Cowboys. Yeah, he also pops up on my uh, Find the Gap article as well as one of the reasons why I think the Eagles are going to do well on the ground this week. Um, We've talked about defences having to deal with a mobile quarterback and a relatively quick running back in Miles Sanders as well. So I, I reckon it's going to be a nice week for Jalen Hurts as well. Nice. My second pick, we have just talked about him, uh, Gio Bernard against the Texans. Funnily enough, I actually think they're, they're going to go backwards again. Uh, the Steelers was a, a blip on the radar for the uh, Bengals, and I think the Texans are going to get to grips with the Gio, work out what happened against Steelers and kind of change things up and stop Gio. So I think he's going to be on the naughty list this week. Ooh, okay. All right, next up for me and my last player is DeAndre Swift versus the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are very good against the run. My my worry here is that 
Swift is going to do well in the pass catching side of things. He does get a few passes thrown his way. I still think it's not going to be enough, though. I think the the script is going to very swiftly change uh, to the books. Um, so I think he's going to be on the night list. Fair, fair. My final player, uh, another running back. This is Chris Carson against the Rams. Ooh. Well, we all saw what happened to the Rams last week. Um, but that, again, I think has to be another blip. Uh, they'll change things up. They have to change things up. Uh, they have to be in front straight away. And I think they'll close this uh, run attack. Even though Chris Carson, I think he's been um, one of their most solid players when he is actually playing. So, but yeah, I think he's going to have another naughty, naughty list there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. A very tough game. Divisional matchup, you know, divisional title on the line between those two. I think you could be right. I think he could be in for a tough night. I think I don't think it will help with the pass rush that the Rams have got. Um, Wilson doesn't like getting, or he just for some reason he he hasn't been able to get away from the rush as effectively this season. Um, and when he gets a little rattled, his game just goes to pieces. He does not go. He's still a solid um, quarterback, but not quite the Wilson that we expect. So I think that'll then hurt Chris Carson as well. Mm. Little uh, Christmas feature for you to end the show and we shall have to see how that pans out. Uh, That wraps up our Christmas Championship podcast. Uh, I've had a great time doing these pods over the last 10 weeks. I can't believe it's 10 weeks as well. Uh, As we only started in week six, Uh, depending on the future, it would be great to continue bringing you Fast Action Friday. But thanks to all of those who have turned in to listen to us. Yeah, we really appreciate all the feedback we've had over the 10 weeks. So, yeah, thank you to everyone. As usual, you can find me on 5 Yard Rob and Pitsy on Pitsy NFL, both on Twitter. And as usual, the website is 5yardrush.co.uk. Yeah, uh, all that needs to be said is Merry Christmas, Rush Nation. And until next time, keep rushing. HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.